Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, we are on episode 10, 10, 10 of From the Nine Beyond, the 2-5, with your host, King Tico. Jay Wright's in the building. <clears throat> and this is a WWE edition. Yes, indeed. Of our podcast today, we're going to go over 2020's backlash that happened this past Sunday. Oh, yeah. We're going to go over the results, the aftermath, what we felt thought all that bs you know let's let's get into it so my friend here my co-host here he only really saw like the latter end of it (laughs) and i zoned out for like half of it not gonna lie it wasn't a bad review it was solid it was solid i just i'm a student so like i'll be having to do student stuff while i'm watching wrestling and you can't be writing about com theory and then talk about sasha banks like it yeah (laughs) You confused, Professor confused, the whole, it's a whole thing. But um, on a pre-show, it was Apollo Crews versus Andrade. Okay. Two of, like, my favorite, like, mid-card wrestlers gotcha. on Raw right now. And Cruz, continue, Cruz, Cruz kept his title. He, he won the match. Great match. It was, it was a great match. Good, they good. teased a lot of, like, dissension between Zelina's little group. Yeah, I kind of noticed that they, uh... Trying to break them apart. Which sucks. They already because, got rid of Austin Theory. Yeah, so. which I always figured he would be like with Seth Rollins anyway. Right. I figured that would have been the jump when he got moved up, but they did that. Which, I mean, it would have been cool if they did more with it. Like, if they actually like were a tag team, but Vince don't care about tag teams. Yeah, this has been noted. Speaking of <laughs> tag teams, there was a triple threat tag team match between Bailey and Sasha Banks, the Iconics, and Alexis Bliss and Nikki Cross. Which, it was great. It Bliss was cool. Cross. Bliss Cross Applesauce. Yeah. Bliss <laughs> Little Fine. So, they're both like five feet tall. Perfect. And like that match was straight. I'm pretty sure, yeah, Bailey and Sasha Banks yeah, won. They, they retained. So that was great. And they have and a match your, tonight. What's your thoughts on them being tag team champions anyway? Honestly, there aren't enough tag teams in a division for me to have an opinion one way or the other. I got you. Like, I feel like there's no real point to it right, because it could have right. easily been. Iconics, Bliss, and Cross, and then like whoever is on NXT they're facing now. It could have been those three teams right there. Right. You really need to like throw in the Bailey Sasha f- situation in there. Didn't need to happen. I see why it did because they don't know how to like build outside of like a few people at a time. <laughs> which I mean, I'm not going not Becky gone, but at least I got Sasha and Bailey now. So right. Like, right. You know, it's okay. I feel you. They'll get it together eventually. I feel you. How you feel about it? Uh, I think I, I like it for the fact that it's just adding more to the story of Sasha and Bailey. You know, eventually, eventually, after like so long, I didn't finally dis- having a, uh, a dissension and, and breaking up and all this. So, and I also feel like it's dope. For Sasha to have a belt, because I just love when she's a champion. Amen um, to that. So for me, that's that's what it is. Like I, I don't feel no ways about like. Of course, the division can be uh, a whole lot better and improved. Um, but we're still in the Rona time, yeah, so it can't pop yeah, off. It, I feel like it just adds, you know, at least the belts aren't not being used like how it was when exactly. the Rona wasn't around. Exactly, like. 
So it's a blessing in disguise, I guess, yeah. that we see the belts now that exactly. the Rona's here. Like, so, it's a weird situation. So I'm happy about that. That's the only thing I can say. And like I said, my main thing is the fact that Sasha has a belt. So, but oh, she's going to have another yeah. one soon. Yeah, I cannot wait. Give it SummerSlam. We just need that crowd. Right, and we not getting that crowd. If we don't have so. a crowd by SummerSlam, we can't do it. They have to still be. <laughs> so friends. you said, don't pull the trigger no. for a whole another year, bro. Yeah, that's that's. I, like, I they've been teasing crowd. it for a year already, bro. I need <laughs> that crowd. Well, Bailey need to be champion for another year. Bailey two years. Bailey two years. That's Bailey two. Look, that man. hashtag started. Bailey look, two years. It hasn't been a boring run. I, exactly. I didn't get that. Like Bailey two years, I can rock with it. Because I, I, I need a crowd. I need that pop. Sheamus beat Jeff Hardy in their match. Okay, see, I didn't know that. Yeah. So what was up with that? Like, were they trying well, to keep the storyline going? Or? Yeah, because okay. they don't really... I don't know. I feel like they're wasting Jeff Hardy in his later years. He could be doing so much more better. I'd rather they had, like, turned him heel and had him go against Brian because I don't know if you watched a lot of TNA, but Jeff Hardy's heel run in TNA was one of the best runs oh, of his entire awesome. career. Like... And we've never seen a heel Jeff Hardy in WWE because it's them. But, like, (laughs) (laughs) I feel like a heel Jeff Hardy versus a face Daniel Bryan would have been a really great feud. That would have been awesome. I I actually, now I didn't think about that, but that's why I'm glad I got my my boy here to inform me on things. That probably would have been a whole lot better because I feel like they're wasting Daniel Bryan as well with with storyline they got him in or lack thereof. Um, and no, because I disagree with that. Because like at least the Intercontinental title feels important now. And their match, AJ and Daniel's match that they had like last Friday, that went like forty minutes. I oh, believe. it was it, was, it awesome. was fire. Like that match was not a WWE style match. That match was great. It was awesome. Like, I'm glad they went that route. I honestly thought that they would give it to Brian so he could do open challenges. But I can also, I'm not mad at AJ winning. Right. Like, at all. Like, he's one of my favorite wrestlers of all time. Like, I'm not mad at it. Right. And, I mean, he can do the same thing, you know, with the open challenges, just as a heel. Which would be great. Like, we get to see more people, more faces. I think the next feud for him is probably going to be Matt Riddle, which I'm not mad about. Like, that's also, he's a gem. You don't think it's too soon? Honestly, I feel like if they're going to try to, like, not have NXT be developmental anymore, then there shouldn't be any, like, oh, we'll give them some time. No, because if they're also, if they're a third brand, like, they're trying to frame them as a third brand, then it shouldn't be an issue with Matt Riddle going up and fighting for the U.S. Championship or the Intercontinental Championship. Also, it's still a mid-card title anyway. It's not, like, the big one. Which Braun has that I don't really pay attention and see, to his run. And that's why I said what I said about Daniel Bryan. That should be his belt. They should have <laughs> just brought back <laughs> Vegan Daniel Bryan because he would have made... Look, v, Vegan Daniel Bryan would have been money during all this Rona shit, bro. Exactly. Like, I just feel like at WrestleMania, like, it, he should have been, been him versus Goldberg. Or, a matter of fact, Goldberg shouldn't even have been in the title picture. <laughs> it should have been Roman versus Daniel, yeah, or whoever, Roman ain't coming back whoever Roman. Roman got replaced by. It should have been him versus Daniel, right? Like, so that's why. So like, it would have been Daniel versus Goldberg, or, yeah, or hell, like, even AJ versus Goldberg. Yes, you know, some. Because like, I feel like it would have been a better position for AJ. AJ could have carried these last couple of months a lot better than Braun. Don't get me wrong, Braun's cool and all, but like. Ain't nobody really 
wanting to see Braun anymore. Like his time to shine and be in the big picture was like years ago when yeah, like people ago. took him seriously as a monster. Yep. Nobody care about Braun Strowman right now. <laughs> <laughs> He's hey. become the Ja Rule of the locker room. Like don't nobody care. I ain't saying all that. But I am. <laughs> <laughs> I said all I that. I just know it it should have been him. Uh, definitely a couple WrestleManias ago when they yeah. made him a tag team champion with a kid. Yeah, that that was like the last yeah. anyone ever cared about Braun Strowman, yeah, that, which yeah. it's on Vince. It's Vince's fault. Yeah. Like, but yeah, so Sheamus beat Jeff. That uh, was Let's go that. back to that. Uh, so you were saying you feel like they're wasting him, so you don't like the storyline. Yes, I do not like the storyline. Okay. I honestly feel like if you're gonna do personal angles, there should be some originality with it. This isn't the first time we've seen Jeff even in just WWE talking about his past issues. Ooh. Like his hue was straight edge. Seeing Punk shed light, I don't think he was straight edge at that point. It was like turning towards into straight edge. Right. Happened then. I think Matt Hardy alluded to it in their heel run feud against each other yeah. before the last stand, last man standing match. Yep. Well, the I quit match at WrestleMania. Yeah. So like it's not new to see these these drug issues being talked about with Jeff. Like it's not new, so it's kind of like what's the purpose? I feel like if they were gonna do his redemption angle like they wanted to, mm-hmm. maybe he should have won the Intercontinental Title. True. M- maybe. Well, maybe instead of doing this BS with Sheamus, had him beat Sheamus, overcome that, work up really work up the redemption angle, and then if you're gonna have AJ win as a heel, have AJ just stop it right then. Right. If you're gonna go that route and have him lose anyway, right? At least make it mean something to the audience. Gotcha. Because most of the audience is already kind of like, yeah, Jeff, go anywhere else. <laughs> go ahead, go back. I watch. I watch Impact. If he goes back there, I mean, I watch yeah, it now absolutely. only because of like a couple of the black wrestlers on there are really like popping. Like Moose. But yeah, Moose, Chris Moose. B, Chris Bay, and uh, Willie Mack. Yeah. Three are like my favorite non WWE black wrestlers, man. Blackest wrestling names I've ever heard in my life. Very <laughs> straight niggas, bro. Like, but well, like, yeah, I, yeah. Feel you. I I agree. That, and it's uh, a waste of time for I both agree. of them because Sheamus could easily go team up with Cesaro again. We can have the bar back. Yeah, they shouldn't have broke up in the first place. Like, it's just a waste of time all around. Like, this is why they should hire. They need more black. They need more black faces in their own writing team anyway. Hire me because yes. y'all ain't doing something right. That is a dream job. <laughs> Apparently, it's a nightmare because so many people complain about it. <laughs> well, I mean, it, look, man. that money sounds straight to me, though, so yeah. I wouldn't trip on it. And, and the travel. And then, you, oh, yeah, absolutely. Getting the shows free. And also, you put that on your resume, you can go anywhere. Mm-hmm. I'm like, hey, Deb. What's good with you? Right. I was in WWE right. Now I can come Y'all hire people that hate that place anyway. What's exactly. good with it? <laughs> so, yeah. That would, that would, be, that would be dope right. to me. We had Asuka beat Nia Jax in a double count. Well, both of them lost was a double count out. Gotcha. So I feel like they're going to continue that feud, but also they shoehorned in Charlotte Flair Monday. <laughs> okay. Because Charlotte, Charlotte Flair. It's Charlotte. <laughs> it's Ric Flair's daughter. Like, Did, did you see... <laughs> Me post about that on the um, the group we're in, the wrestling group. I was like, who who was booked worse, um, Charlotte Flair or Roman Reigns? Right. And they had like a whole thread about. And some people was like, they respond. I was like, who booked? And they was like, yes, 
<laughs> yes. <laughs> but my thing is, the crazy thing is, Roman was never even booked as bad as Charlotte. Oh, no. If, if we, Charlotte is booked like John Cena. Yeah, it's, it might be. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Charlotte's booked yeah. like John Cena, only she's done, she, she's had the title most of her career. And the girl only been there what, four or five four years. Four five years. She got more titles most than of the time. Everybody. Everybody. But and it's not necessary, man. That's what I was saying in my, my, my argument with people. I was like, there's no point to give her the belt every single year and every single month if she's not going to build anybody else in the process. And she ain't built nobody. Like, nobody. At least with Roman, <laughs> when people like, when you made that post, and they were like, yeah, Roman's gonna Roman hasn't had the opportunity to be booked annoyingly. The only bad thing that happened was they gave the win that they wanted for Daniel Bryan to Roman at yeah, that Rumble and then and people that, just started hating him yeah, off that. Sure. And he became the company boy. Yeah, and it's just kind of like not his fault. it ain't his fault. Put too much on him and it just bad. And that's why I put him in the conversation because that to me, and I said in the comments, I was like, it's more of a creative thing, not the person or the character, but the creative right. decisions. Because they made that decision you know, maybe three, four times with Roman that, you know, they just weren't listening. Like, him being entered in the Royal Rumble number 30 in 2017. You remember, you remember when that happened? Everybody was like, are you serious? Then he almost won that mug. <laughs> you know, right. Like, we were happy Randy Orton won, and he already had won before. <laughs> then, I, to this day, I'm still... To like, this day! To this day! I'm still mad about them having him lose to Bobby Lashley, but still end up getting the title shot against Brock Lesnar that year. That made no sense. That now that's why I was he like, was just was a victim worse? of very bad writing. Like I was so <laughs> mad. I was like, what this was so the proper point? with chair shots is just so bad with writing. And then that same year before that match with Brock Lesnar, they had him. Fighting Brock Lesnar at that year's WrestleMania when it should have been Braun Strowman. So right, that's that's what I mean by bad booking. Now with, it's just, with Charlotte, it's horrorously bad. Charlotte's everywhere. I don't know what the hell All they the time. got going. And I promise you, <laughs> like, keep her away from Oscar. Keep her away from uh, my Empress. That's my baby mom. Look, take she care of her. Is the goat. I love Every her. time she hits the screen, my eyes light up and I feel happier Real. on the inside. Exactly. Like if she loses that title, bro. Especially not to her. <laughs> if, if they let her lose to Charlotte this time, I, I promise you, that's it. Like I ain't I just ain't gonna I am no going to become an AEW fanboy. Like for real. I, I'm going it, to stand AEW. They gotta stop this mess, man. So I didn't even I didn't even know she was back in this conversation yeah. with the Nia and Oscar thing. She never really left the conversation. She's everywhere. She's also number one contender for Bailey too. Probably. Man. <laughs> <laughs> and she still gotta get her rematch against um EO. EO. So the girl trying to have all three thugs at once. Yup. And I saw and a rumor. she also about to hmm, what's up? Oh go ahead. No, you go ahead. Oh, I was gonna say I saw a rumor where they was talking about she was gonna fight for the WWE title. <laughs> Like, that sounds like an alien article, but she. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. She not racist like Tessa, for as far as we know. Oh, so man. we'll see. Well. But um, she um also might just snatch up Apollo Cruz's title I too. I mean, why not? I mean, what the heck? <laughs> Take it all. And then we have Braun Strowman beat the Miz and Morrison. Okay. Strangely, we didn't get like a fiend tease. Yeah, I thought he was coming. 
I really did because he's been gone. But there's a Firefly Funhouse episode this week okay. on Friday. So, so then maybe. But honestly, I felt like it was kind of they alluded to like Ms. Morrison possibly breaking up because Ms. broke up the pen. And if Ms. and Morrison break up, as much as I want heal Miz, I want Morrison to be the one to beat the hell out of Miz because like when Morrison left out, mm-hmm. he got his ass whooped. He sure on did. the way out. So it would make no sense. He sure did. For him not to want revenge. But I don't know. The Braun match was straight for what it was. I've never like, you know, been excited for a Braun Strowman match. <laughs> He had some great ones with Roman. Yeah, that was awesome. But, like, majority of his matches, I'm just kind of like, eh. He big, he yell, he throw niggas. Yeah. That's real good for the 80s, but, like, (laughs) we're about flippy shit now, bro. Like, five slaps and flipping, nigga. Substance to that match, I guess. Um, Then we had Drew McIntyre beat Bobby Lashley by distraction. That match was fire. Now that Bobby me, almost broke Drew's neck. Yeah, I, I seen that too. I was like, almost, I said it. I was like, he almost killed. <laughs> Champion <laughs> like, one way or the other, bro. Like, short title reign for real. But yeah, that that was a perfect example of two big behemoths actually having a real good match versus like you were saying about Braun. He you big, know. he yell. Yeah, these he two, shit. they was strong. out there having a, a, a Shinsuke AJ type fight out there. I was right. like, I, I don't even think anybody place. flipped or anything, but they were moving they though. Moving. They were moving. They was knocking shit over, knocking each other over. Match was great, and it's still continuing. So hopefully right. they don't give Bobby a second L. Uh, I hope well, they the might. <laughs> they probably will. It is. <laughs> It would make sense for you know Bobby to win the second one and have a rubber match. That's what I would want. But I was like, going for him actually. I was hoping he would win just to like you know throw people off. Right. Just to be like, oh my god, you know. I, I honestly feel like, like I said, it's a WWE because they did the same thing with Baron Corbin and Seth, where they gave him multiple title opportunities and he lost all of them. Right, and um, that's so dumb to me. Like they, Corbin should have objectively won once. People, it would have been a, it would have been like a month reign. They have a pay per view every month. Like, yeah. Matter of fact, every three weeks. Yeah. Like, yeah. Fucking too. Extreme Rules is on July fourteenth. We already on the seventeenth. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> he would have had a he would have had a title for three weeks and a day. Yeah. I, I mean, I respect <laughs> it. You know. Look. Yeah. I mean, they gave Brock the belt back, so I mean, like, why not? You know. I mean, because it's Brock Lesnar, though. Yeah. Like, so. Vince tells Brock tells them what to do. Right. Like as soon as he's done chilling at the house, once all this Rona's over, we gonna be back to regularly scheduled <laughs> programming. Like I hope y'all enjoying the industry for what it is now because once the Rona's done, Brock going to Raw. Brock going to Raw. He's taking that title and he going home. And I <laughs> he not coming like, back until WrestleMania. Right. <laughs> Two so years later. We just gonna have another 2015 basically. Mm, which but. I. I like when he's on TV a lot, though. Like, when he was on TV consistently last year, some of the best TV I've seen. The Rey Mysterio feud was kind of funny. Yeah, that was nice. I thought that he had a chance. Like, yeah, they, I did. They, they let you think I, he I was, had a I chance. I just wish Samoa Joe had, like, beat him that one time, though. Yeah, that would have been awesome. Yeah. Or they could have put the belt on Braun then. That would have been good, too. Like, give Brock Lesnar a threat, you know, or make it believable. And that's why I, I kind of feel like they won't give Lashley the belt because I feel like SummerSlam, they're going to let Brock get a rematch. 
Oh, for sure. As you know, that's yes, that's the biggest party of the summer, second biggest pay per view of the year. So unless Brock is staying out because of the Rona, he's probably getting that title match. Yeah, and I'm just like, yeah. Look, yeah. it could be worse. They ain't got no heat. They ain't got no bad guys on the show. They don't. He already beat Seth. Yep. He beat Lashley. Yep. Probably gonna beat him again. So they kind of have to pull the What are you going to do, send Corbin over there? Like, <laughs> nobody even expects Corbin to win the title on his own show. Right. <laughs> like, exactly. Like, so, uh, they ain't got many they options. They got some new guy, like they did in NXT, uh, with the cross situation with Tommaso and them. Right. Uh, but we going to get Speaking of, you know, we also can talk about TakeOver <laughs> this episode because yeah. he got murdered. Whew. Crosses that. I didn't know they was going that route. I didn't think they were going to go straight murder, but <laughs> they went straight murder. Well, but did, anyway, to the last match, <laughs> it was Orton and Edge, and what oh, I feel we like. Forgot about, uh, about Street Profits and Viper Rings. Oh, yeah, they're a little cinematic. Yeah, now, that, that was, was classic. Now, that was hot, <laughs> That was good. That was good. I, I'm telling you, ever since this whole Rona thing came and they had to go the route they've been going, these cinematic things are growing on. Because I, for one, wasn't a big fan of it because I'm from the Attitude Era. Where when they did segments like that, it was like they was in the building. Right. <laughs> like it was like, it felt real. It didn't feel like a movie. So when they started doing that whole movie thing, because I think the first time I remember them doing it was with the Wyatt family versus the New Day. Mm-hmm. They might have done it before then, but that's the it, one that. And it, it wasn't good. I mean, it wasn't bad, but like you can tell that there's like. They're a lot better now. Yeah, they they're growing on me, and that one felt very very like realmatic. Is that a word? I don't know. <laughs> it felt realmatic, <laughs> you know, real and cinematic. We put it together. It felt realmatic, and when dude spirit dude through the glass window, you talking about tears? Boy, <laughs> I was like, boy, it got real real quick. So real. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> was like, why you have to spear me through that glass door, man? I'm like, <laughs> that was hilarious. like it was great, man. And it just brings um, more awareness to to that that rivalry rather than them just having a regular match that people forget about. Like nobody's gonna forget that segment. Now. <laughs> so right, I was I was because I remember it. Right, it, it was dope. And then they they brought in. Uh, uh, Akira Tozawa and that tall ninja dude that I with was like, the sword. Yeah, I was like, is that shit. I thought it was Tyson O'Neill. <laughs> I didn't know who that nigga was. He was just big and had a sword. Yeah. And I'm like, what I'm you like, doing, bro? Your arm is a sword, bro. You don't even need all that, you know. So that was that was a great segment. I was and, and I'm excited to see what they do next because I know eventually it's gonna lead to them actually having a, a tag title match, yeah. but, which um, I believe was this week or supposed to be next week. Yeah, it is. I don't know. Sometime. I feel like they should just go all the way to extreme rules and just let it be, you know, some type of extreme match or something. Which I'm fine with. Yeah, because them, those, I'm telling you, this anything you can do, I can do better segments. They are hilarious. They are entertaining. Like, it's some of the best skits. Yes. From WWE in a while, and like, they don't really have a lot of good skits. They don't. They don't. Like they're historically consistently terrible, and like, like now we're getting some solid stuff happy about that so that was that was awesome so i hope they keep going with that and uh street profits for the win right that's how she did now to the greatest match yeah ever the greatest wrestling match ever the five-star match that was randy orton versus edge at backlash that match was great 
outstanding. Flawless. I have no complaints about that match. I thought I was nope. going to go to sleep. <laughs> I thought that it was a Randy Orton match. Yeah. I thought I was going to take a nap because he don't be caring. But yeah. Randy Orton showed up caring. He showed up caring. He proved his words right when he said NXT stars need to do a lot of storytelling. Storytelling was magnificent from the jump. Like, it was perfect. Yeah. Like, the slightest things. Then he ended the match with a punt, bruh. I mean, seriously. The punt that we thought that, like, he was going to do the Beth Phoenix back right. then. That we thought he was going to do the Edge back <laughs> then. That we thought we would never see at a pay-per-view or anything. Supposed to be outlawed. He brought them up back at like, perfect time. It was great. It was, it was a great ending to an already in, in, incredible match. Like, And I actually liked the... The additions that it had, like with the crowd sounds and yeah, like it wasn't the bad angles, like it, it it made it even more intense. It and made it a spectacle, which I, I feel like they should do a lot more of. Absolutely, it felt like we was really you know at a normal pay per view, and it added effects to to the already great you know wrestling match. Because I'm for one, I don't like silence. <laughs> yeah. That- <laughs> Like, the, Look, the extra grunting and, and the huffing and put Like, I don't really want to hear all that. Especially not in a match that's called the greatest wrestling match. Like, it would have been distracting to me. Because some people were saying it was distracting to have the... The the, um, the pipe fil- the filter? Yeah, the filtered audience. I don't think but so. I me, think it, it added to it. Yeah, because it took away the distraction. I was already forgetting about the crowd as a whole. Right. Because of the sounds. Right. Because, like, when they try to cheer, they just sound so bad. Right. Like, they sound so forced. Exactly. Like, they need to find some actual wrestling fans that they have in developmental instead of, like, people that are just trained to be wrestlers. Right. And just cheering because they're getting paid for it. Uh, right. But <laughs> I agree with you 100%. The match was five stars. Potential match of the year. And it. I was afraid that it wasn't going to live up to the hype. Not just because of the, the marketing, but also because we just watched Daniel Bryan and AJ Styles two yeah. days before. Which is why I'm <laughs> glad that they were not on the same night. Right. <laughs> because that's is that's probably exactly why they put that match on Friday. Right. Because if it was on that Sunday, it, it would have blown that match out of order. That AJ Styles, Daniel Bryan match was five star for sure. Right. So like they're on par with each other. Like those matches great were weekend. great. Right, it was a great weekend. It was a great weekend for wrestling fans. Two of the best main events I've seen in a long time. But yeah, Orton and Edge, like you said, storytelling was great. It had three parts, which we rarely see in today's wrestling. Um, and at one point, I was I knew Orton was gonna win. I just didn't know how. You know, so I think it was a perfect way for Orton to you know do his his heel. Uh, terminologies in the matches. The only thing I wish that would have happened is if Edge had dove off the top rope, got an RKO, and he kicked out. That's the only thing I wish I could have saw. Because that would have been like, oh, shit. Right. <laughs> but other than that, it was perfect. It's a match that I could watch over and over again, which lets me know how great it was. Um... And it lived up to the hype. Thank God. It really did. Because you know the end. I mean, we all saw the House of Horrors. We, yeah, we saw that. So, and Randy Gordon needed this. I don't think he could have survived another uh, 
big matchup having uh you know being killed or destroyed <laughs> by the internet so right it was it was could it not was, afford it. it was a great match and i also want to throw out a little sidebar thank god ed shaved the man took 10 years off his age by just shaving that beard off because he I was looked like, homeless well, that boy, <laughs> He, he homeless? Look like he ain't seen a house or a hot meal in a hot minute, <laughs> like for boy. For real, that boy ain't took no shots. But that night, he looked young. He looked fresh. He's already been in shape. Like, this is the best shape he ever been in. For sure. And so, it just, it was Still great. the worst spear in the game, though. But, like... Can't, you can be mad, but it, you it know works. I'm not wrong. <laughs> it shouldn't. It works, man. It, should, it works. I think, I think his spirit is technique. Like, it don't have to be brutal. I feel like that's why it works for me. His spirit is like, like, because sometimes dudes do the spirit so hard, Lashley, that it'll like, they ain't even hit him that good. Edge is. Yeah, because Lashley, just, real life, just. Yeah, he. he <laughs> right here. Right. He two feet apart. They right. go flying like it's some kind of fucking so anime I feel or something. Like edge is technique. It might not look brutal, but it looks good. It's a hug. That's it works for me. Because maybe Edge's spear isn't or maybe it's less of a tackle, but more of a impact on the mat. Like maybe your neck hitting the mat harder than it's supposed <laughs> to. Look, it, look, man, it, it's something. You know, it, it works. It well, works. I mean, we all can't be Goldberg and Rhino in this. Right. Fight. We all can't literally look like we're snapping someone's spine in half. Which, you know, yeah. Oh, I got a package. I gotta go pick it up. Oh, you rich gang. I ain't saying all that. But, um... It it was... That was... I'm so glad it lived up to the hype. For sure. Well, to me, it exceeded expectations. It was a solid pay-per-view all around. And in the next episode, we're gonna go over TakeOver in your house. Absolutely. But before we go... Would you say it's in the conversation the greatest wrestling match? And what is your favorite wrestling match or greatest wrestling match to you before we before we okay. tune out? True, 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 true. In conversation for the greatest wrestling match, I feel like maybe I'll say top top ten, maybe yeah. top twenty if you want to go that far. I'll say most definitely in the 2000, I know it's 2020, but like in this generation, this PG new era, this 2010s era of WWE matches, definitely up there. Right. Absolutely. It's definitely up there because think about it. It's two veterans who were still going like they were still in their, well, they weren't in their prime, but they were still going. Right. And like it had all the aspects of a great match. Right. The only reason people like are still mad about it is because like it had the greatest wrestling match marketing exactly, around it. Exactly. But if it was never there in the first place, people would have loved it. Absolutely. It was the first it was a 40-minute match that did not feel like a 40-minute match. Thank you. Which That's automatically exactly puts said. it up there, you feel me? Like it automatically puts like, it up there. I can get another 10 minutes out of this. For sure. <laughs> and I'd say my favorite wrestling match. It's a tie between Macho Man versus Ricky Steamboat. Absolutely. And Motor City Machine Guns versus Beer Money. Oh, okay. I was not expecting that. Because so that's, that's, wow, you took it way over there. Okay. Yeah, man. <laughs> I respect that. That's dope. Your thoughts? Um, I definitely feel like I agree 100% with everything you said about where it should be ranked especially in today's WWE. Um, 
I feel like, like you were saying, if it wasn't given that moniker, it people would have received it the same way they received AJ versus John Cena at SummerSlam in 2016. Right. Like, wasn't expecting it to be, but just, you know, another good match, and it turned out to be potentially both of their greatest matches ever. And I feel like if it was not for the the marketing, people would have said the same thing. For but sure. y'all can be mad all you want to, because the match exceeded expectation. It showed so it. It definitely the match was far. Where it should be um, in, in ranking. It wasn't the best match of the week? No, but it's up there. It's the second best match right. of the week. And definitely the best match of the night. For sure. So, <laughs> because, yeah. don't get me wrong, Lashley and Drew was amazing, was but great. Eddie Norton had the match of the night. Yeah, exactly. Easily. And in the conversation for match of the year, it probably will win match of the year because you can't market something where it's wrestling match and then let something else be match of the year. I just don't see how that works. Right. <laughs> but that don't mean that WWE shouldn't still try to outdo it. Okay, Vince? You hear me? Because I know you got a real habit of wanting one thing to matter more than everything else, and you would destroy your show that way. Because I still believe, I know I'm getting off topic, but I still believe that they told AJ and Nakamura to not go out there and have a field day. I've seen them fight in Ron- Japan, exactly. bro. Like- exactly. They wanted Ronda to be the most memorable thing that night. So they was like, look, niggas, I need to make money tonight. So y'all better just go out there and do half ass because I need people to remember what Ronda Rousey did for the rest of this year. Okay. Because there is no way, like you said, that they have a match like they had in Japan. Which was fire. And then come out there and give us bullshit. Mediocre. (laughs) Like Bullshit. to the max. Like it was it was it was three stars. You telling me AJ and Nakamura is three stars at WrestleMania? Two five star matchmakers it's, are three stars. Come on. Come man, on. I seen them do this easily. <laughs> so I still feel like to this day that that's why that match wasn't what it should have been. And the rivalry within itself. Because Vince told them not to. And that's why if you, uh, that's the, which is why I was really surprised that AJ and, and Daniel had the match they had because again I would have thought Vince would have been like look I need Edge and Orton to be the most memorable thing this weekend <laughs> so maybe he getting out of his own way Right. so that's why I was like every, all y'all need to still try to outdo Orton and Edge regardless of what they might want to market this match to be don't let that be the end all be all and we not get a good match the rest of the year just to keep that match the greatest wrestling match. Now, my favorite wrestling match of all time, Shawn Michaels and The Undertaker WrestleMania 25. Hmm, the, interesting. The most emotional I've ever been in a match in my life. I mean, I'm talking about I was tired when that match that was match over. was emotionally exhausting that <laughs> boy i was tired and i ain't did nothing but sit there and watch because i was you know huge show my fan favorite wrestler all time go mm-hmm. to me mm-hmm. and watch him out and i didn't then, say nothing you ain't had to i heard it. <laughs> i he didn't is, say a thing go and when he kicked out of that first tombstone and undertaker had that face like what the hell <laughs> i literally jumped off the floor and Boy. I almost hit the roof. Like, I'm for real. I literally. No, I believe it. it. I believe it. I was so, because I was like, we got a chance. We got a chance. <laughs> and then he lost. <laughs> and I was quiet the rest of the night. 
So <laughs> had him on hush mouth, boy. Hush mouth. So that's why this that will always be to me the greatest match ever. And second, probably would be maybe Brett and Owen at WrestleMania 10. I love that match. Um, you got Sean and Brett. You know, seems like all my favorite matches are always at WrestleMania. I might just be a fanboy. I don't know, but. I know for a fact, without a doubt, HBK, Undertaker, WrestleMania 25, all-time favorite. So, that's that. I can rock with it. I can rock with it. Like, I love that Undertaker-Shawn Michaels match, too. Like, that match was one of the best matches I've seen in a long, like, back then in a long time with the best matches I've seen. Like, the build-up to it, too. Yeah, man. And that build was that amazing. Was awesome. But that's the end of this one. Yup. We back again. Back at it again. And we out. Peace.